This is the MLW Radio Network. Welcome to another edition of the Freeland Five, brought to you by MLW Radio and Front Row Material for Wednesday, March the 9th. 2022. Hello, everybody. My name is Mike Freeland. As you know, the Freeland Five is a daily podcast I do each and every day where I scour all the various wrestling websites and I pick out the top five news stories that I find to be interesting, things that pique my mind and hopefully they pique your mind as well. So let's go ahead and let's start off immediately. E Wrestling News is reporting at this hour. Ring of Honor staff is reportedly afraid they'll lose their jobs when Tony Khan takes over. Let's find out what's happening here. Uh, Thomas Lawson right now with E-Wrestling News is reporting at this hour. Staff currently are working for Ring of Honor reportedly believe that they'll soon be looking for new work after Tony Khan's purchase of the promotion is finalized. Khan announced during last week's Dynamite that he had purchased the 20-year promotion which had been on hiatus since December of 2021. Now, S.E. Scoops reports that Khan's acquisition of Ring of Honor is expected to happen in early April, and with sources within the promotion, don't believe many, if any, staffers will actually be brought back under new ownership. Now, many have been encouraged to explore other job opportunities, and some were told to consider internal transfers to other departments within Sinclair Broadcasting, while the company technically still owns Ring of Honor. Now, the Honor Club, which is a streaming service, uh, which hosts Ring of Honor content, is also said to be in limbo, as Khan has made it clear that he plans for an AEW streaming service since the company has been founded. Ring of Honor will return to broadcasting with Sinclair with Supercard of Honor which will happen on April the 15th. Should be very interesting there. Um, personally, I wish the very best for all of the, the Ring of Honor staff. You never want to hear about people losing their jobs. Now, is that fact right now, or is that just speculation? I'm hoping that's speculation. Uh, I don't know what Tony Khan's plans are, um, but I do definitely hope that some people are able to keep their jobs. But once again, it's a business, and you got to do what you got to do. And I know that sounds shitty to say that, but... That's what Tony Khan is going to have to do. He's going to have to make some difficult decisions, difficult choices. So at the end of the day, I really hope that all works out for all parties included. Let's go ahead and let's jump over to another news story. Uh, this is with Matthew Carlins with Wrestling Inc. He writes today, Jeff Hardy is officially a free agent. Yep, it is official. There have been rumors and speculation regarding Jeff joining his brother Matt in AEW. Uh, during since his first appearance in AEW, possibly coming over as soon as tonight's episode of Dynamite. Now, Jeff is reportedly scheduled to be at the Hertz Arena in Fort Myers, Florida tonight, the site of Dynamite, but it's still being determined whether or not he will appear on the show. Nothing official yet, Jeff told uh, Todd Sommerfeld of the La Corsa Tribune. As of last week, I'm still legally under contract till WWE until next Wednesday. And we'll see after then. Uh, Jeff and his brother Matt are set to reunite for another tag team run, which is widely believed in AEW. It should be interesting to see what that combination does for ratings and the tag team division. Now, as we all remember, WWE released Jeff Hardy in December uh, after he turned down an offer to rejoin the company. 
um, after he declined to go to rehab. Now, this came after an incident in Edinburgh, Texas, where Hardy tagged out of a six-man tag and just disappeared through the crowd with security following him. Hardy eventually found out that he was negative for any substances in his system. He passed the drug test, but WWE was reluctant to report that information to him. It was Jeff and his wife who had to seek legal counsel to finally get those test results released. Matt Hardy was on the losing end of a six-man tornado tag at AEW's Revolution pay-per-view this Sunday um, when he took the pin from Darby Allen. My thoughts on this, I think it would be really exciting. I mean, I think you could have some great tag team matches. I think Jeff still got a lot in the tank. I think Matt still has a lot in the tank. I think there's a great level of nostalgia right there. So I am very, very excited about what could happen with them. Now, do I see this being a long-term thing? Absolutely not. Do I see this being at least something that can pop the fans and can do some good business for AEW? Absolutely. All right, let's moving on to our next one. Mark Middleton is writing at this hour. Top AEW talent re-signs with the company. Who could it be? Well, former AEW and TNT champion recently re-signed with the company, and that individual was Miro. He recently signed and inked a brand new four-year extension, according to Fightful Select. They will keep him signed in the company through 2026. Miro recently confirmed that he has re-signed via his appearance on the Kurt Angle Show. Miro and AEW officially reported they agreed on terms late last year, but it took a while before the deal was actually signed. His original AEW contract would have expired the spring of 2022. Now, Miro has not wrestled since losing to Brian Danielson at AEW Full Gear on November 13th and has been dealing with a hamstring injury for a while, but word is that he's cleared to return and has actually been ready for quite a while now. Now, there's no word on when Miro will be back in action, but stay tuned to Wrestling Inc., they will keep you up to date with all the information. Continue to follow Mark Middleton as he does an amazing job at reporting. Let's go ahead and let's jump around here. Wrestling Headlines is the website. So WrestlingHeadlines.com is the credit source here. This will be a very interesting uh, story right here. And it involves Stone Cold Steve Austin. So John Cena uh, chimes in on his feelings on Steve Austin's promo that he cut for WrestleMania 38. Cena recently took to Twitter and reacted to WWE Hall of Famer Steve Austin's response to Kevin Owens in WrestleMania 38 invite. As noted, Austin accepted Owens' challenge on Tuesday, and now they have destiny set for WrestleMania 38, which will feature a special edition of the Kevin Owens show. Austin said we can call it the KO show, a match, a fight, or a brawl, but he plans on opening one final can of whoop-ass on Kevin Owens. In an update, Cena tweeted a response to Austin's promo and expressed his excitement for Stone Cold's return to the grandest stage of them all. In a quote, Cena says, Never in the history of Stone Cold Friday did I think this. Excited for at Steve Austin BSR. Excited for the WWE Universe, and I'm excited for WrestleMania. WrestleMania is right now struggling to sell tickets. WWE is hoping that some of these uh, more highlighted attractions will bring more people in. Now, it's been also reported that WWE wanted Austin to work a match, but in the end, the two sides agreed that a segment with Owens might be better. Uh, you can go on and follow John Cena on social media, and you can see all the information regarding his tweet and the story in its entirety written by Mark Middleton. Wow. So... 
you know, I had a feeling there wasn't going to be a match with Steve Austin. Um, there wasn't going to be a brawl. There wasn't going to be a street fight. It was going to be a segment. And I think with the segment itself, um, it's going to be good. I don't see it lasting any more than five or six minutes. I feel like Austin will finally come out and confront Owens. There'll be some bantering back and forth, whatnot. And maybe Owens takes a swing or whatnot. Austin turns around, hits him with the stunner. Music hits. He drinks some beers, pours them on Kevin Owens, and that is that. I don't really see it being really much more of that. But once again, WWE does things the WWE way, and uh, we will find out. Now, let's also talk about the Stone Cold Steve Austin situation. At this hour, eWrestlingNews.com is releasing a story by Andrew Ravens, who we've used many times here. The quote is, Jim Ross Steve Austin didn't sound enthusiastic about the WrestleMania plans. Now, once again, as we reported in our last article, Steve Austin did accept the appearance to be on the Kevin Owens show for WrestleMania next month in a KO show segment. Although WWE reportedly made an offer to come out of retirement to have a match, Austin decided, I can't agree to that. Jim Ross talked about what he heard from Austin regarding WrestleMania during his weekly podcast of Jilling, Grilling JR. He says, It looks like Austin is not going to do anything at WrestleMania as far as wrestling in the ring, Ross said. He and I have talked, but at the time we talked, he didn't know what was going to happen or what was he was going to do, and he didn't actually sound overwhelmingly enthusiastic about it. Uh, Ross then continued, People have to understand that Steve is a perfectionist. Even though he stays in great shape and looks wonderful, especially for a guy his age, he does look great. He could do a photo shoot, and it looks like he can be the stone cold of any era. But that's the athlete in him. He likes to train, eat right, and do all of those things. Now, Ross also believes that Austin is going to, if Austin was going to wrestle, he would want to know much more well in advance. Ross continued to quote, if I was, if he was going to wrestle at Mania, this and this is just me talking. I would suggest that he would have needed to know at least six months ago, not only to build a story that crescendos in Dallas, but to give him time to train better and have more peace of mind. You know, he's going to pick his opponent as well. So, if you would like to read the entirety of this article that was written by Andrew Ravens of E-Wrestling News. Go ahead and follow that. Also make sure you follow and support Andrew Ravens as well, as we always encourage to support all of the journalists on all the various websites. Interesting news right there. Very, very, very interesting news. Um, What's your thoughts on some of these stories so far? Do you agree with them? Are you excited about WrestleMania? Are you not excited about WrestleMania? Um, are you excited that Miro has re-signed with AEW? What's your thoughts on Ring of Honor? Hit me up with all your questions. You can hit me up on Twitter. I am at Mike Freeland, M-I-K-E-F-R-E-L-A-N-D. That is the way it works. Um, gosh, so many other things we're going to get to here. Let's go ahead and let's talk about this. Bray Wyatt. We haven't talked about that name in a while. Bray Wyatt to make first post-WWE appearance. This coming Sunday, Thomas Lawson of E-Wrestling News is reporting at this hour. Bray, Ly Bray Wyatt will make an appearance at a wrestling event next week. It'll be his first since he was released from WWE last July. Now, Wyatt released uh, May Shock fans last year that he was no longer with the company. And it was reported that there was issues with creative and budget cuts that led to them cutting ties with him. So on March 13th, Wyatt will appear at Showcase of Legends 7, 
which will take place in Albany, New York, and will be available for a meet and greet and photo ops and autograph signings between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. So if you are a Bray Wyatt fan, you can definitely get a chance to see him as well. Now, that's not the only name that's going to be there. Other names confirmed the event are WWE Hall of Famer Trish Status, NWA World Heavyweight Champion Matt Cardona, Dustin, The Natural Roads, Brian Myers, Rikishi, AEW Women's World Champion Britt Baker, DMD, and many others. Once again, that's the Showcase of Legends 7, which will be happening in Albany, New York on March the 13th. And Bray Wyatt himself will be there to sign autographs, do meet and greets, photo ops between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. What's your thoughts on Bray Wyatt? Were you a Bray Wyatt fan? Were you a fan um, of his cinematic matches? Were you a fan of when he was in the Wyatt family? What do you think? Love to get your thoughts on this. Love to get your thoughts on this. Hit me up on Twitter. I am at Mike Freeland. And uh, share with me what your opinions are. I always love, 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 love to uh, interact with people and hear what they have to say. Um. Let's go ahead and let's talk about this one here because we had a wild pay-per-view recently, Revolution AEW. Now, um, and I'm going to hopefully I pronounce this correct, Stefano Bringanti uh, from E-Wrestling News is reporting at this hour, Brian Danielson and John Moxley will debut as a tag team tonight on AEW Dynamite. Tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite, which already had some interesting points of interest, will also see the tag team debut of Brian Danielson and John Moxley with William Regal in their corner. Now, the announcement was made by Tony Khan on Busted Open Radio, but the opponents of Moxley and Danielson, yeah, they haven't been revealed yet. They kept, they're keeping this quiet until the end because they want to make sure it's a great surprise for everyone. Uh, until then, William Regal was with WWE, but as we know, he debuted last Sunday in AEW. He slapped both men around and then eventually made them shake hands. This will be a great, great night. Also tonight, Jericho addresses Eddie Kingston. The TNT Championship, it will be Sammy Guevara taking on Scorpio Sky. The AEW Women's Championship, Layla Hirsch versus Thunder Rosa. This is an eliminator match. And then once again, Brian Danielson and John Moxley with William Regal versus mystery opponents. Who could it be? Now, I think a lot of people may say, oh, it's going to be the Hardy Boys that are going to come out because Jeff's officially a free agent. We'll see. Who knows? could be somebody else. It could be somebody we don't even know, but we will have to see. It's going to be very, very interesting. Let's go ahead and let's talk about another person who's always a hot button. Andrew Ravens is writing at this hour. Brock Lesnar says he's not afraid of dying, but he did get spooked by a moose recently when he was on a hunting trip. Now, Brock Lesnar spoke about not being afraid of anything, including death during his recent appearance on the Michael K show. Lesnar did say that he was once scared of a moose. No, I'm not afraid of anything. I'm not afraid of dying. I've lived a complete life. I'm not scared to die. I'd be disappointed for my children. Last fall, I did get a little spooked when a big bull moose came by. I got charged at a little bit in the brush, and then the bull moose moved. For a second, I got a little flustered. I contained myself, and I shot him. Yep, I ate him. Absolutely delicious. Lesnar and Roman Reigns will go one-on-one -on -one in a winner-takes-all match for the unification of the WWE World Heavyweight Championship and the Universal Championship, which will happen on night two of WrestleMania. Not really sure how many of you guys are hunters. Um, I'm not a hunter myself, but I know some people who are hunters, and uh, I've never been around a big moose or 
you know, 12 point buck or anything like that. But I can imagine an animal that large could uh, definitely uh, spook you. Let's go ahead and let's talk about this one. This is a little interesting of a story. I feel like this is kind of spilling the tea a little bit. Uh, Thomas Lawson at this hour is writing on e-wrestling news. AEW Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti getting matching tattoos. Ooh, what's going on here? After power couple Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti have proven their devotion to win each other with matching tattoos. On the latest vlog, Guevara revealed that he and his girlfriend now had inked each other's names, having Conti having the name Samuel tattooed on her abdomen. Guevara got the name, well, Taya tattooed on his chest as well. What's your thoughts on this? I know this is interesting. I've I've known some couples who have done this kind of thing before. Um, you're not married, though. I mean, in, in nowadays, relationships do break up. I'm not saying I want that to happen for them, but, I mean, you get my point, though. I guess you could get it lasered off, but, I mean, tattoos generally are forever. So hopefully this couple can uh, make it the distance. But you know what? I don't know. Would you get a tattoo of someone you were dating? Hit me up on social media. Let me know what your thoughts are for that one. Love to know if you would go ahead and get inked up for someone you're not even married to. Who knows? Everyone does their own thing and walks with their own drum. Let's go ahead and let's hit our next big headline. This is from Ryan Clark. Once again, e-wrestling news. For those of you who didn't see NXT last night, well, we got some big news for you. Dolph Ziggler is the new NXT 2.0 world champion by defeating Braun Breaker and Tommaso Ciampa. Let's talk about this one. During Tuesday night's episode of WWE NXT 2.0, Dolph Ziggler defeated Tommaso Ciampa and Braun Breaker in a triple threat match for the NXT World Championship on the line. Now, there are many false finishes during the match, but the end, it was Robert Roode who ran out and helped Dolph, breaking up a near pinfall and pulling Breaker out of the ring. Ziggler went on to hit Ciampa with a super kick and the win. Braun Breaker won the NXT 2.0 World Championship at New Year's Evil, and there's been some talk about bringing up to the main roster shortly after that. This would seem to indicate that his move is imminent. Additionally, Breaker is booked for several main roster WWE live events this coming weekend. You can check them out. Um, Ziggler uh, went ahead and has a picture here. It's actually a video with Robert Roode, and it was tweeted out by WWE NXT Ziggler is the new NXT champion. What are your thoughts on this? Do you uh, do you follow NXT? Are you a big WWE NXT fan? I used to be a big fan of the black and gold. I can't really say I'm getting into this new Nickelodeon vomit color um, NXT version. I think there's a lot of talent out there, but I just don't necessarily see myself getting that interested in the brand right now. The thing that WWE lacks a lot is consistency. They always seem to be changing things up, and for whatever reason, I don't know why, but it just, you get attached to people, or you really start following storylines, and all of a sudden, either the storyline will be dropped cold, or that person just won't be on TV for a while, uh, or if ever. So that's what kind of frustrates a lot of people when it comes to WWE. Let's go ahead and talk about a little Impact Wrestling. Mark Milton, once again, at this hour, is writing, Eddie Edwards signs a new Impact contract. Edwards on his recent heel promo and more. Let's go ahead and find out a little more about Eddie Edwards. Veteran Impact Wrestling star Eddie Edwards has signed a new contract with the company. 
officials have revealed a new due to Sports Illustrated's Justin Barso, who recently spoke with Edwards about his recent heel turn. The terms of his deals were undisclosed, but Edwards will remain signed to the company uh, he's been with since 2014. In a quote, he said, I've been here for almost eight years, and I've done a lot, Edwards said of the deal, and there is still a lot for me to prove. Now, Edwards recently turned heel and joined the joined the honor of no more group of former ROH wrestlers. The 38-year-old Edwards received praise for his recent Impact promo, explaining his heel turn, and now he says he's ready to articulate his points on the mic in a convincing manner. Never, never won for a lack of words. After never being viewed as a top promo talent guy, he now wants to take the mic and express himself. So, what are your thoughts on Eddie Edwards? You a big fan of Eddie? I think he's a tremendous talent. I really do. Um, I think he's a great fit with Impact Wrestling. I love the fact that Impact Wrestling also lets their stars go out and wrestle and compete in other promotions. I think he would be a great contender for the world title. Um, Moose right now, to my knowledge, is the current world champion. I think Moose is a great talent. A lot of people who don't watch Impact, and they only talk about WWE and NXT and um, AEW, they're, they're really missing out on the great programs that Impact Wrestling has been putting. So if you're not really astute with Impact Wrestling, I highly recommend. Go ahead. I know it's on Access TV. Some people can get it. Some people can't get it. But definitely go out of your way. At least go to YouTube and try to check out the highlights of their shows because it's definitely something worth it. Once again, if you have questions, concerns, anything you would like to talk about, hit me up. Love to talk to you about anything wrestling. You can hit me up on Twitter. It is at Mike Freeland, M-I-K-E-F-R-E-L-A-N-D. Um, yeah, just a lot of things going on. I was going to do a Cody update today, but it doesn't really look like that's even necessary. Um, the Cody Rhodes situation, I feel like he gets so much attention, so much attention. And I really feel like it's a, it's a lot of a lot about nothing. And what I mean about that is everybody thought he was going to WWE, and then it was, oh, he's going to go. He just hasn't signed the contract yet. And then there was all these teases on Monday Night Raw. So we thought, oh, he's going to come in. And then nothing really happened. And then there was thoughts of, well, what is he going to do? And Cody said in an interview, he's, gonna, he's a stay-at-home dad right now. And some people thought, well, I don't really get that either. And then Tony Khan mentions he purchased a Ring of Honor, and there's all this speculation. Well, he didn't sign with WWE, so maybe he's coming back to Ring of Honor. There's been no word on anything that he is going to do right now. Now, many fans do believe, and some insiders do believe, that Cody will eventually end up in Stanford again. But I have to say right now, I mean, if this is his goal to really play it close to the chest and not really say a lot to anybody and leave everybody in suspense, he's doing a pretty good job right here. I think that Cody, wherever he lands, I think he'll do well. I will say this, and now I can kind of see the forest through the trees. You know, even when Cody was on the show, Cody was getting booed. And Cody didn't like getting booed, according to Arn Anderson. But the other thing about this is, you know, there isn't really a void left by Cody leaving. I mean, you have so many other people, Moxley, Danielson, uh, who are huge right now. Eddie Kingston's getting a big push. You still have Chris Jericho right there. You know, you have a lot of guys that you're you're bringing up right now, and you're really starting to put uh, 
you know, a lot of attention behind. You got Wardlow's storyline that's coming up really well. Keith Lee just recently came in. You know, William Regal is now in here. So, and I almost feel like there's so many things happening within AEW that there isn't really time to think about Cody departing. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's a large contingent of AEW people who are really concerned that he's not. Uh, Bill Apter, I, I read something yesterday about Bill Apter um, thinking that there's a more than likely chance, or at least a good chance, that Cody will show back up as part of the AEW family, but be a part of Ring of Honor. Maybe that's going to happen. Not really sure. I don't think any of us really know exactly what's going to happen when it comes to Cody, but that's the story with pro wrestling. Do any of us really know? I mean, even the insiders, even these reporters, do they really know all the time? Or do they get their facts straight all the time? Some do, but then I think a lot of times it's a lot of rumor and speculation, or as Mr. Thompson would say, rumor and innuendo. All right, guys, that is everything that I wanted to share with you right now. I hope you enjoyed the Freeland Five today. So many things going on in pro wrestling, as I mentioned before. Definitely follow us on social media. You can follow me. I am at Mike Freeland, M-I-K-E-F-R-E-L-A-N-D. You can follow our main show, which is Front Row Material, which airs each and every Tuesday night live on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash FRM pod you can also go ahead each and every friday catch future stars now which is a show that we have streaming on our twitch channel and each and every friday we are going to be delivering you future stars now uh audio podcast and for our own material which is not only our guests that we have but we also have an amazing panel um we discuss all things wrestling all right with that being said i'm going to let you go have a wonderful rest of your evening this has been the freeland five The world of NLW Radio never stops.